listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 51 on... Oh, before I get going here. Uh, title? Is it recording? It is re- Okay, yeah. We messed up once. <laughs> the count up. The clock is counting up. That's good. Excellent. Uh, Minecraft teacher explains all. Maybe should put dot dot dot. Maybe no, I don't know. <laughs> Does that sound Jerry? Uh, it's Joel. What do you think? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, that's fine. I was gonna say we're sending our kids to the mines. You know, again. Did you already use that one? Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Back that was to the mines. Back to the mines. <laughs> Back to the mines. Back to the mines. With Minecraft teacher. Yeah, that's better. That. <laughs> Should have taken typing in high school. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay, Jerry, stop playing. Uh, okay, here we go. Ed Gamer, episode fifty-one on EdReach. Back to the mines with Minecraft teacher. This is EdGamer for Saturday, May 5th, 2012. EdGamer is part of the EdReach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice. That was pretty good. Mm -hmm. This show is dedicated (laughs) to education gaming on any platform. We'll give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. And our guest tonight is Joel Levin, a.k.a. the Minecraft teacher. Joel, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. Uh, well, my name is Joel Levin, and I'm a teacher at a private school in New York City. Uh, I mostly teach uh, first and second graders in computer classes. Uh, I also managed to get over to our high school to teach computer electives. Uh, and I run a Minecraft club over there. I also, have, for the past year now, have been using Minecraft quite a bit in my in my classes, in my curriculum with way with my second graders, and been running Minecraft after schools. Uh, and Minecraft was was starting to take over my life a little bit, and then it's now completely taken over my life because <laughs> since the last time I was on your show and I talked to you guys, um, I've actually started working uh, with some really great people in Finland. Uh, we started a company called Teacher Gaming. Uh, my partners are programmers and, and other teachers, and we started working with Mojang of Sweden, which are the is the company that makes Minecraft. Oh, so, yeah. uh, so we do a couple things with them. Number one, we are the source for schools to go and purchase Minecraft. They can go to minecraftedu.com and uh, buy the game from us at uh, at a pretty big discount. And we're also very hard at work on a alternate version of the game which we're also calling minecraft edu uh and it's it's really my dream version of the game that has all of the the features that i always wanted when i started uh in the game to to kind of help in the classroom uh and i'm happy to go into some of those details we 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 will definitely do that sure uh jerry uh my name is jerry james and i am not nearly that interesting Sure you are. <laughs> I'm a visual arts teacher in Schaumburg, Illinois. I was totally agreeing. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Zach Gilbert. I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. See so we talk about with here, Joel. 
What? What? Week in, week out, just makes fun of me. Yeah. So here I am. I'm just somebody from normal. I'm getting the sense of that. Yeah. <laughs> he picks on me all the time, Joel. Not really. <laughs> really does. So this is uh, this is exciting because uh, as our Ed Gamer listeners know, we've had a lot of wonderful guests these this past month or so, and uh, Joel is kind of, kind of the culmination here. And really exciting because it seems like Minecraft is picking up uh, some steam again uh, within the circles that I'm I'm with, and I'm getting a lot of questions from teachers, uh, administrators, and and others trying to say, you know, hey, what what can we do with this? Uh, I have, in fact, I have one um, administrator that I know. His kid totally is into Minecraft. He explained to me uh, last night that he built this theater. Uh, and had a you know the, the seats in there and had the projection you know the the screen and then you go into the the room and it has a projector and he's like this is learning dad <laughs> he's looking at this kid and he's like how is this learning and uh, you know and here I am trying to explain this stuff and I said you know what we're recording this week with the Minecraft teacher we will show you and tell you how this can be turned into learning so first off. <clears throat> What I guess you know, we have a set of questions here. Sure. What type of learning? And this wasn't even one of the questions. What type of learning can I get out of Minecraft? How can Minecraft be learning? Um, well, it's it's an incredibly versatile game. So it's I don't think I can give you one easy answer to that question. Nope. Um, you know, I I can talk about what I've seen. Um. When, when kids are playing this game, uh, when kids play this game, they love it. They're absorbed in the world, and it, it really uh, fires this curiosity to learn more and do more in this world. And, and what most of them do is then they, they go online. They're doing research. They're figuring out uh, different strategies and, uh, and uh, different features of the game that they can um, – bring in and there's there's a whole lot of self-directed learning that's going on and then the projects that that kids tend to undertake in the game uh it's really it's really up to them and and what type of learner they are and and what type of kid they are and what they're into so you know you have this kid who's uh making a movie theater and uh and and a projector uh you know did did uh, did he do research into uh well, I guess everyone knows what a movie theater looks like, but uh, you know, I've seen kids recreate the the Colosseum, and it's because they went online and they they looked at diagrams and and, and schematics and, and figured out how it was all going to work together, and then they often place it in context of uh, in uh, in Rome. Or uh, I've seen kids recreate all sorts of her- historical locations. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen kids go to a more dramatic side. They're um, uh, recreating the Hunger Games and acting acting Whoa. out these these scenes from the book. Um, <laughs> what you know, kind of whatever is is hot in kid culture finds right. its way, finds its it gets mirrored in the game. Um, so this is what kids are doing on their own. Um, right. This is what kids. Are bringing to the game just out of out of themselves. Well, uh, let me but, let me back up here because you know yeah we probably have some people that have not or, or do not they've heard Minecraft but they don't know what it is so it, you know briefly yeah, I, what I, I, is I, Minecraft? 
Yeah, no, I I, I, I apologize. I tend no, to, no. Uh, no, I had a – there was a, somebody who was writing an article on me. It started doing the same thing, and then right in the article she said, um, you know, sorry, guys. I guess this is kind of inside baseball to most of the world, so I just – Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Minecraft. Um, well, Minecraft is a game. Uh, it's what's usually referred to as an open world sandbox game, meaning you're you're dropped in this world. Uh, you can go anywhere. Uh, it's it's a never-ending world of forests and deserts and mountains and uh, arctic wastelands. And what players do at the very basic level is they they start chopping down trees and and uh, digging up stone and iron and coal, and they they begin building tools. Uh, and the, the game kind of has a natural progression. You, you start with the simplest of stone tools, which, uh, kind of allows you to unlock, uh, more advanced building materials, which lets you make more advanced tools and, uh, you, you build up. And what most people do is they, they build, they create, they make castles, they make skyscrapers, they make airports, they make, uh, whole cities, they make, um, you know, fantasy settings, as I said, the Hunger Game, or there, there's a server out there where people are making this giant one-to-one -one scale replica of Middle Earth. Well, um, and yeah, the, you, I don't know if you know, I, I I teach Tolkien to sixth graders, so in fact, I'm teaching it now, and it just reminded me that I had a student last year that created uh, Mount Doom and created, mm -hmm. you know, had the volcano, and you'd yeah. go inside. Yeah, it, it was pretty amazing. And he could tell the whole the whole story at, at that section of where he created, uh, you know, where he had Mountain Doom. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's that's the kind of things uh, kids are doing with this game. So, you know, the game it's kind of at its at its heart has sort of an adventure game feel. Uh, you're you're in this happy, peaceful world and you're creating and building. It's like you're playing with Legos. Uh, if if if. If, if any of you listeners have never seen the game before, the whole world is made out of blocks. It kind of looks like Legos. Um, so everything's great. And then in the in the regular game, when the sun goes down, suddenly monsters come out. Yeah, so, so it's happy and sunshines, you know, and you, you yeah. rainbows. And then you have zombies. Yeah, uh, zombies and creepers and pigmens and pigmen, you know, all these all these uh, horrible things. Uh, but they're also kind of cute and blocky. They <laughs> <laughs> so the game kind of has a rhythm to it. You know, you're sort of uh, you're 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 foraging and exploring and building up your your defenses during the day. And then you're trying to survive the night and then you sort of uh, scaffold from there uh, the next morning. And um, it's it's a really simple but compelling um, game mechanic. It, it works really well. And And what's interesting is when you're playing, you you really aren't so concerned with your own life and limb like you are in most games but there are several creatures that will target your creations you know you can spend hours and hours uh you know recreating notre dame and if you're not careful a, a creeper will sneak up behind you and you know blow up half of your your building mm. um so it's 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 a good game. Uh, <laughs> if anyone's curious, they should uh, they should play it. There is a there is a, a demo out there. You can mm -hmm. uh, you can Google for. It. But uh, in the context of the schools, um, what's important to remember is Minecraft is incredibly open ended. It's incredibly customizable. There are literally tens of thousands of programmers out there making mods and plugins and custom texture packs and you know all all these things for the game. So if the game doesn't offer you the exact experience that you want, chances are somebody else has already written a mod um, 
to you know to to make the game you are looking for and you know it's all written in in fairly accessible java so if you've got some programming skill yourself you can uh, you can dive in um and you know and it's a very social game so I would say that that most people who are playing, well, actually, I have no statistics on this, but my guess <laughs> is that uh, most people who are playing are playing uh, in in on multiplayer servers. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so my youngest, I just got for her birthday, got her Minecraft, and as we mentioned before, we talked about before that um, before the show, my concern was of getting it for myself is that I'd get sucked in. And I, I would I would not do anything else other than doing this. So I've kind of stayed away uh, in that regards. But my daughter, you know, who's uh, you know younger, uh, she, you know, she really gets into it. But we've kind of done like a single player where she's by herself. And I think age wise, sure. I mean, do do you think? Well, how how old is she? Okay, she's she's seven. Uh, hold it. She's, she just turned eight. <laughs> yeah, okay. how am I doing? Happy yeah, she birthday. just had a birthday. Thank you. And so, uh, you know, my thing is that I think in a controlled setting, which is what you can do within your school, you have your own server and you know the kids that are there, you know, that seems reasonable. But if she's out on the World Wide Web with just anybody, yeah, I, I, I have concerns there. I would agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, seven, eight years old is not is not appropriate to be playing on these uh, public servers. Right. Um, and in fact, you know, before I start my Minecraft project, I send a letter home to parents, sort of uh, explaining what the game is. Uh, and I say, I actually recommend they do not buy the game at first. You know, let me introduce it to the kids mm-hmm. uh, first, and um, you know, but then I say, should you choose to buy this game? Right. I, I, I said playing online is probably not appropriate at this age. Right. Uh, you know, that's different um, if you, you know, me, I, how I do it with my own daughter. My, my own daughter is only six, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, she and I have been playing together for a long time and we play multiplayer. I mean, that's 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 one of the coolest things I've ever done in, in terms of parenthood. <laughs> you yeah. know, we, we, we log into this world together and we're side by side and we have these adventures. Uh, but now she has uh, another little friend who's who's seven who also plays the game uh, by himself. But, uh, you know, us, the parents have set up little virtual play dates. So it's, you know, very controlled, very <laughs> structured. Um, Isn't that crazy? Just think, you know, growing up, you know, I'm in my late 30s. So it's one of those things that, you know, of what we what I did as a kid. And yeah, now we have virtual play dates. Uh, yeah, I think it's very cool. It's just one of those things. It's just like, whoa, that's just kind of different. I mean, from what we grew up with, it is it, it is so different. They're growing up in in such a different world. And, you know, there's there's plenty of uh, science out there right now trying to figure out, you know, I'm not even talking about oh. games, but just sort of the social Joel. world that the kids live in. Joel. Yeah, I think we're like, uh, Cyloning here. All right. Hold on a sec. Is that better? Yep. Did you unplug? And plug? Yeah. 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 Sorry okay. if I turned into a robot there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it is it is a, a totally different experience than what we have grown up with. I think the beauty of it, and some people look at it and go, this is so simple. It doesn't really do what I need it to do. And, and they're, they really can't wrap their minds around it until they actually can see it and understand that, okay, whatever you can pretty much come up with, it can do. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, the very first time I played the game, um, you know, I, 
I thought it was fun. I thought it was a great game, but I, I just immediately, I, I thought this is a platform. You know, I, I said, I'm still going to be playing this game in a year. I'm probably still going to be playing this game in five years uh, because it will grow and evolve and people will change it. And it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's, you know, little did I know I'd actually be <laughs> so immersed in, in the world of Minecraft and, uh, you know, in, in turn, turning on so many other teachers and, and students to the game. Oh, yeah. Um, so, okay, so we've decided, let's say we've decided to do, to do this, and we want to maybe start an after-school club or maybe pilot this with um, with the classroom. How do we go about doing Sure. Um, well, I mean, it's pretty easy to get the game up and running. Uh you know, minecraftedu.com is the place to go to to buy the game. Um, you know, if if you're already familiar with Minecraft and you just want to get, uh, you know, the game licenses to to install it on a bunch of computers in in your classroom, uh, then then you can do that. Uh, but what we strongly recommend is uh, to make it much much easier to actually get a server up and running and to start getting, uh, you know, real curricular content into the game is to use our Minecraft EDU mod. So you you buy that as well. It's it's only $41 by the way. We we decided to be to keep everything ridiculously cheap. Um, so if I get a server, $41 is that I mean is that just the server license then you got to buy individual accounts. So that's accounts? that's Minecraft EDU. Um you know, if uh, you know, should we talk prices? I wasn't going to sound like the infomercial here, but all right. No, it's, uh, no, it's, this uh, is. I mean, oh, this is. Great, no, this yeah. is no, I mean, you know, we, we Minecraft was already a relatively inexpensive game, and uh, my partners and I, you know, we decided, look, we're 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 still working teachers. We're 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 not trying to become dot com millionaires here, so we're going to keep everything as cheap as possible and get this into as many schools as we can. So um, to buy the original Minecraft game, it's eighteen dollars per copy for schools or it's uh, I think it's three hundred thirty five for twenty five copies, which is half off the the full price of the game. Okay, um, so say, hold on, just say that again because I want to write this. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So what was that again? Uh, I believe it's uh, see now I should make sure I'm saying the right thing. I'll yeah. open up my own website here. It's uh, eighteen dollars. Uh, per copy, copy mm -hmm. uh, or $335 for 25 copies. And that is per seat. So let's say, like in my school, I have a computer lab with 15 computers. Mm -hmm. um, I buy 15 copies of the game, install it on those computers, and then you know, class after class can come in and use okay. the, the game. Some, now, schools, some schools choose to do it differently. They, they, um, uh, they, they do one account per student. Mm -hmm. So that that would change. Yeah. So that's the game itself, and you know you can get Minecraft in all its glory for that price. Um, so okay, just to kind of clarify some stuff. So I have, let's say, you know, I have thirty seats, or let's say I just do twenty-five. That's the three thirty-five. Now, how, you know, does each kid when they come in, do they have? Uh, is it just one? character how does that work out um well so the, here here's another that's another benefit of minecraft edu so uh with just plain old minecraft yeah that's an account that there's like a username and password for each of those those game licenses so for example a year ago when i started um you know the the initials of my school are cgps so i had an account cgps1 cgps2 cgps3 right. so the kids would log in and um you know that's who they were 
And it, yeah, it actually became enormously complicated because I had to keep different servers running for each class so that the kids would be different people in, in the world. Oh. And, and, you know, this is what people are doing. This is how people are playing Minecraft okay. on the internet. And if you're an early adopter, if you're a gamer, if you're a server guy uh, or gal, you can, you can figure this out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to make one of the, when we started this company and started selling the game, we realized that we really needed to lower the barrier of entry to get, um, you know, the history teachers and the English teachers and the language teachers using it. Mm. Uh, not, not to presume that they don't know how to, you know, run game servers, but <laughs> just in case they don't. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So you have the game, then you also for $41, you buy Minecraft EDU. Okay. So that is an alternate version of the game. So you install that one on all of those classroom computers okay. instead of us. So you run Minecraft EDU. It says, do you want to play original Minecraft? Do you want to play Minecraft EDU? Or do you want to run a server? So what's happening in most classes is the teacher on the computer on his or her desk will say, I want to run the server. And the game, the server in a very, very friendly menu pops up and says, oh, do you want... Do you want monsters in this world? Do you want a natural okay. world or do you want a flat world? Do you yeah. want animals? Things like that. Um, and you click run and the server starts and it gives you an IP address. And then you run Minecraft EDU on the student machines mm -hmm. and you uh, type in the address of the server. And then, you know, magically everybody's in everybody's the there. world. And and so that's how you can do it separately for each class because you just create a new server each for each correct. class. Correct. Correct. Okay. So, you know, uh, Minecraft EDU has a slew of of tweaks and changes and additions to Minecraft, and you know you were saying before, how, you know how do you keep the students separate? Um, you know Minecraft EDU, the first thing a student sees when they when they start up the game is it says what is your name? Are you you know are you male or female? Right. Uh, and then the server will track players by that how they identify themselves. So I, for five days, let's say I do this for five days, mm -hmm. I, I can restart the server that I did the day before, and the kids can basically come back to the the same spot they were at the day before yep you can either sort of uh you can you can you can Just keep continue. stopping and restarting um we've also introduced a saving and loading mechanism i oh, mean good we, we tried to make the server work the same way you would expect a word document to work you can yeah. you can give it a name you can say save as and then that's your world so what i do for example is um, you know, if I'm doing the same lesson in 10 different classes, I will make a template and then I'll say, save as, you know, adventure for class one, adventure yeah. for class two, that kind of thing. That totally um, makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know, it does make sense, but sadly, that's not the way Minecraft servers, uh, uh, no, really. So, uh, right. you know, we had to reinvent the wheel in order to, to get it working in a way that, that teachers would exactly expect. And, you know, also you need to be able to do this. You need to be able to get the next server up and running in the five minutes that you have between class times. So, right. um, so I, I'm really, really proud of, uh, how our version of the game works. Very cool. Now, do you have, so you have some schools that get it. Right, that that buy it, and um, I'm sure you have some teachers that just go ahead and do it with you know within their school district with permission, of course. Sure. And uh, here here's the thing for next year is that my grade level is going one to one, so every student, every mm. sixth grade student's getting a laptop, and you know we're still working out. Okay, are we going to allow students to load? You know, it, there's there's a lot of issues that go into this. Sure. And uh, my other thought is is that. You know, what if you have a student that – because I have a lot of students that already have Minecraft. Um, you know, 
what if they put it on there? Can they connect to the EDU? Uh, okay well, it's a separate not? version of the game, so uh, okay. they, it's actually incompatible. If they have like the vanilla version of Minecraft, it won't connect to uh, a EDU. Minecraft EDU server. Okay. Um, and on, and so there's a couple things a school can do. Uh, a school can buy licenses and give them to students. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, schools are not allowed to resell them. That's against our, our, <laughs> our terms of agreement. Uh, however, we thought of that. Why? No. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, you know, because we, we, we kind of realize that, you know, there might be an unscrupulous school out there who says – You're not getting any argument from us. I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, but, you know, we are in the very near future planning to also have a personal edition of Minecraft EDU, a home edition, if you will. Oh, okay. uh, and, and, and again, you know, that's going to be $5, meaning you go, you go and you purchase wow. – you you purchase regular Minecraft and yeah. then if you want all the Minecraft EDU features that or I'm sorry seven dollars five euros seven, I, okay. I have to it's a Finnish company so everything is you know starting in euros but gotcha. um so so right but you know it's so you know uh, what can happen is then if a teacher or a school wants to leave their server running twenty four seven and have a student connect from home. They can do that. But what we're also hoping is all of these families out there that want to play together, you know, parents yeah. playing with their kids, as we've been talking about, right. um, who can't uh, figure out or just don't want to invest the time into getting uh, a micro server, a family server up and running, uh, they'll be able to, to do all of these things. And then, you know, it, it's not – the features that we put in aren't exactly parental controls per se. But you know, you do really get to control the game experience. You right. can say what students can and can't do, what abilities they have, where they can and can't go. You know, they can build in this area, but not in that area. That sort of thing. So that's something that uh, we, we've been getting feedback from parents, just saying, you know, we we want that too. It's not not just for Great. for schools. I think that's I think that's awesome. Uh, it's kind of given me some ideas on how to present this to to others uh, within. Um, my district and then, you know, other districts around us. So, okay. So Minecraft EDU, I'm a teacher, I'm setting this up. Now, does somebody have lessons out there? I mean, is there some people that have put these things together and to give you some ideas on where you can take this? Um, well, there, there is, um, I, I, I wish I had a one central repository for you to, that mm -hmm. I can point to tonight. Uh, we're kind of working on that. Uh, we have uh, Minecraft EDU has a wiki, and we're just starting to uh, pull information together. Uh, one page that's on our wiki now is is called Real World Examples, and I mean, there's a couple dozen links uh, to, to to blogs and to videos and to things real teachers have done using Minecraft in school. So there's plenty of examples out there. Um, we don't have like that that teacher manual yet. Uh, but you know, if if you talk to me in another six months or a year, uh, maybe I'll have I'll have that to for you. But okay. you know, if you uh, if you type Minecraft EDU into um, YouTube, for example, you'll see you'll see my videos of things I've done with the game and, and get some ideas and and a number of other people as well. Uh, yeah. And there's uh, also I should give a plug. There's a there's a Minecraft teachers Google group, uh, which I believe is linked from 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 my website uh, MinecraftTeacher.net, and there's a there's a pretty uh, small but but uh, fervent community of of people using Minecraft and and sharing ideas and and we bounce around ideas for lesson plans and and help each other out. 
No, I'm on, I'm on the EDU site now, and I see this picture of you, and and uh, yeah, you don't fit in my circle because most of my friends are, are tall and bald. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, you don't, you don't fit in there. Well, Sorry, I've, uh, <laughs> I, I am pretty, I am pretty tall. I'm, I'm six foot, but I, I've been, you know, blessed with, with hair. So. I, I have too. <laughs> it's just, it seems that all my close, let's say Illinois friends. Okay. Yeah. My Illinois friends seem to have thinning hair and they're tall. It's just kind of funny. Uh, so no, I see a great website. I, I, we're, we'll make sure we put that in the show notes and Joel, make sure you email me any other links that you want to make sure that, uh, that are there too. Um, because I know, like I said, I know a lot of people are going to be listening to this to try to get some information to help them out. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, I, is, you know, and I just, before we move on, I mean, you, you're talking about, uh, lessons. I mean, uh, we, I would say that most of the people out there right now working with Minecraft are the early adopters. We are mm-hmm. sort of in uncharted territory here. Right. I think we finally, as in the last couple months, we finally have the tools uh, sort of robust enough and, and simple enough to put it in the hands of those other teachers. So, uh, you know, what I would love to see is if your listeners, if you're doing something cool with Minecraft or, or, or even it's just an idea, if it's not put in practice yet um, – you know, uh, throw something up on our wiki, participate in this Google group, or just email me. And because uh, I want to take all of these ideas, I'm in the data collection idea collection <laughs> phase. And uh, I spend, you know, I spend a lot of my time answering emails and putting people in contact with each other. Yeah. You know, just the other day, uh, I had a teacher saying, you know, look, we're ready to make a pitch for Minecraft in our school. So, you know, how exactly does this fit in with Common Core? Um, <laughs> you know, and but I, I didn't. I, I have some ideas for how it can work. Uh, I right. know it can work, but you know, phrasing it, writing that proposal is is another thing. But you know, I knew two other people who were working on the same problem, so I put them together, and I can't yeah. wait to see kind of the package that they come up with because all of this is it's very participatory participatory culture. It's all coming back, and we're all helping out each we're other. Teachers. So. Uh, you yeah. know, we we yeah. work for the 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 greater good, the betterment of our of our future. So, I mean, that, that totally makes sense. Yep. Okay, now this summer I'm going to be doing some um, teacher training, and I've actually been given uh, the option with one district of kind of just talking about gaming. And, you know, Minecraft is one of those. Uh, I know 3D Game Lab with Boise State, some of the stuff that Lucas Gillespie does with uh, World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a, he's a huge Minecraft fan as well. Oh, he's, gotten- he's totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. And I think you guys have been kind of working together a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, um, definitely. He Well, he uh, he was running uh, sort of the biggest Minecraft education wiki for a while, and uh, we just sort of finally agreed, let's 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 merge it all together. Why are we together? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's he's wonderful. He is just yeah. I can't say enough good things about Lucas. Uh, so how where do I start? OK, because I. My plan is to get into this more and more to look at it. The kids love it. Uh, I think I could totally use it within within my classroom. But how? Where are some places I can go to, or what's some information that I need that I can show teachers and administrators and say, okay, this is what's going on. This is what I would like to do. Um, you know, let's let's jump in this. Um, well. For for just you personally, before we're talking about uh, you know trying other. T- uh, Introducing it to other teachers, right? Um, you know, you gotta play the game, right? I, I know you're. I know you're worried about your own uh, free time, and <laughs> uh, 
personal life suffering yes. for it. But, um, you know, I, I've talked to teachers who said, yeah, I checked it out. I played for 20 minutes. I get it. It's going to be great. I'm going to start with my classes tomorrow. And I'm like, uh, you know, like, uh, you Joel, and you, you, here's a person, this is, I totally agree. And I, I, I'm not going to teach anything before I, I play it for a good, good amount of time because I've, good. I've been using civilization for years. Mm. And the only reason why I'm able to use it is because I've been, I've played you know. it a lot. I know the game in and out and not every teacher can, you know, other teachers ask me, well, can I use that in my classroom? Like, well, you're going to need to spend a lot of time into the game right. before you can actually use it because you need to know, as the educator, you need to know all the, the facets of the game right. in order to use it effectively. Right. Absolutely. So I mean, you know, I, I have heard of examples of, of the opposite being true. You know, it's, it's in a very progressive free form school. It's, hey, we're going to take three days and do this exploration and the kids are going to be the teachers and show. But, you know, and that's great when it works. But, you know, that <laughs> wouldn't work in my classroom and it wouldn't work in my school. So, yeah. you know, I yep. I need to be you know, I need to know what I'm talking about before I uh, put in front of uh, yes, that's, kids. That's so, you know, so you're asking how can you um uh, introduce the uh, uh, the game to other teachers? Well, let me tell you the, the the first thing you should not do, which I've made the mistake of a couple times. Uh, the worst possible thing you can do is uh, say to a teacher, hey, there's this great game called Minecraft. Let's sit down. I'll show you how to play it. And you'll see all the amazing things it can do. Mm -hmm. That has just... Uh, gone disastrously for me because, you know, if the teacher is not a hardcore gamer, if they've never played a first person game before, um, you know, they they're stumbling around, they're bumping into trees, they're disoriented, uh, you know, they, they can't <laughs> learn the mechanics. They're not going to see the big picture. Mm -hmm. So you got to start from the outside in, um, you know, show there's there's a lot of videos out there, yeah. um, you know, that I've linked on my blog that are on this um, real world example page. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think, you know, if a picture's worth a thousand word, a, you know, video is worth a million words. So, yeah. Um, start by showing an example of something a student has created in Minecraft. There you uh, go. There's, there's one that I talk about all the time uh, that I may have even talked about last year when I was on the show. But this, this was one of the first things that just sort of blew my mind wide open about the possibilities. There's a, a student in Texas who uh, – I don't know if you knew this, but as part of the curriculum – in Texas, every single middle schooler in Texas uh, has to create a diorama of the Alamo before they graduate. Um, so this kid made a one-to-one -one scale model of the Alamo in Minecraft. And the the level of detail uh, was, was amazing. The amount of history that this kid had absorbed and then, uh, you know, repurposed and and found a way to express in their, their – uh, Minecraft world was was astounding. I mean, everything was annotated with little signs. Um, and then the one moment in the video that that got me was um, he, he he's standing around the world, and it's actually his dad's recording the video, and he's explaining mm -hmm. to his dad what everything is. Um, you know, it starts to rain in the game, and he says, "Oh, this is just like what happened at the real battle battle of the Alamo. It's, it was raining, and it's just you know this kid had been living the history for, wow. for so long. Yeah." Um, so, you know, something like that. Um, and that's well, out there? That is out there. I mean, I, uh, can, I can get you links to stuff you wouldn't believe. What's well, that, that line awesome. from the end of Blade Runner? I've seen things you wouldn't believe. World. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, you know, I've seen kids 
acting out Shakespeare in in game. They get their friends together um, and they're acting out scenes from Macbeth or I just saw a, a Romeo and Juliet. Uh, oh, wouldn't it be cool you know, if they Falcon created like the Globe Theater? That's been done. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. Um, that's too cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so things that kids have done uh, and then sort of transition into ways that teachers are using the game. I'm very friendly with um, uh, this uh, this guy. He calls himself EDU Elfie, Stephen Elford. He's a science teacher in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny. I I. My style of teaching with Minecraft is I make these big open worlds and I sort of encourage the te- the kids to build societies and we talk about how to work together and do, do we divide labor and and you know so he's so this guy Stephen is is the opposite he makes these these very focused small science based lessons that are you know last 15 20 minutes each um, and he wrings the most out of them so he'll do things like he's got a video where he's made a 3D model of the of a cell. And he has the kids um, sort of acting in the role of uh, – I, I always get the science part of this wrong, but I think it's messenger RNA. And the kids are moving around the cell, um, learning about the different features. Um, he has he has one where the kids are neurotransmitters. Um, or, or how about this one? You know the uh, you know the classic uh, experiment about states of matter. I I, I remember learning about this where <laughs> I had a teacher with a, a jar full of marbles, right? Mm-hmm. And then yep. that you know he he shakes up the jar and the marbles start ex- escaping and it's a solid, a liquid, and a gas. So what uh, what this guy did was he put uh, you know 12 students on a Minecraft server inside this little box, and he said you know. Are you guys are the molecules? Can you move around? Can you escape from the box? Can you go anywhere? And no, they're all smished together. And then he um, changed the box uh, to be a little larger, and the kids are are kind of able to to move around and 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 fill out all the different areas. And he says, "Well, now you're the liquid." Uh, and then he finally removes the walls, and then all the kids run off through the trees. Oh. He says, "Well, now you're a gas, and you've escaped." Um, so you know this. This stuff is out there. People are taking these classic lessons and, um, you know, kind of reshaping them yeah. using this tool. And, you know, I, I don't – is it more effective? Uh, I don't know. The jury's still out. I kind of think so. Um, is it more engaging? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I've seen it in my own class and I hear it from other teachers. The kids just can't wait to come to class and, and, yeah. and see. And I it's, mean it's- – it's certain There's pitfalls teachers. too. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. It's just, it's um, you know, it, maybe I'm with uh, Jim G on this. I think I'm right on <laughs> when I say this. Um, it's not for everybody. Not every teacher should be doing this. It's 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 not for every teacher. Uh, it's good to have variety within you know schools and how teachers teach. You know, would some kids uh, get a lot out out of doing you know that box lesson? Yeah. Could there be other kids that might not get it as well as maybe seeing a video or actually, you know, having that item in, in, in front of the class and seeing it? You know, who knows? It's, it's, we have different ways. This is one method, and those that have the capabilities of teaching it and using it effectively, uh, go for it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I've, I've had kids that I felt were left behind because I spend a lot of time in Minecraft. And Minecraft is not the only thing that I do. Right. 
my class. Right. Um, but Just one tool. But I would say, given all the tools that I've I've used in the past, I have a greater percentage of kids totally on board with Minecraft than I have had probably with any other teaching tool. Very cool. Yeah. Jerry, anything yes. else? I know. <laughs> once once again, I I'm stunned by good conversation. I just yeah. I like to sit back and listen. That was great well, stuff. It it was good talking by Joel. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Oh, are we done? I mean, I I could keep talking. I, I, <laughs> I, I think I, we, you can uh, tell I love this stuff, right? Yeah, I think we're about forty minutes. Okay. That's, okay. That's what makes you good at it, though. You can tell the passion. You, you know, can tell right. the passion. Yeah. You are you have an obsession. You have an obsession. Well, my wife my wife would agree with that, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, anything else you want to add, uh, Joel? Um, you know, just this is all uncharted territory. Game-based learning in general is a new thing. Minecraft specifically, I think, offers something that very, very, very few other games do. Uh, and we're just at the tip of the iceberg. Um, yeah. I am amazed every day when I hear about something another teacher's doing with this game that I never, you know, I'm supposed to be the expert and people are doing things that I've never thought of every single day. Uh, and the kids surprise me. The students surprise me every single day with what, what they come up with. So I'm just encouraging if, you know, if somebody's listening and this is intriguing to you and you get into it, be a part of the conversation, share these ideas, um, and let's see where this all goes. Very cool. Well, thank you for listening to this week's EdGamer podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach network. Have a great week. And hopefully you'll get to meet your new upstairs neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You always always come through. It was between that and making you guess what the number 13 has been this week. What the number 13? What's that? Mm, 13. Said thirteen. What's your first response? Uh, unlucky. I don't nope, know. you're wrong. <laughs> what is it, <laughs> It's the number of times today I watched the uh, Dark Knight Rises trailer. Wow. Uh. World. <laughs> <laughs>